So you're doing the keto diet, but you're wondering, can you have fruit? I'm gonna share with you nine keto fruits you can have and still stay in ketosis, lose weight, and feel damn good. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp Podcast, and oh boy, do I have a fun and informative episode for you. A lot of people think, oh man, I love fruit. I love healthy carbs, but I'm doing keto. I can never have those fruits again. Is that true? I'm going to be sharing these nine keto fruits that I have done tremendous research on, and I'm going to share with you the maximum dosage, why I chose them, a lot of studies that show its benefits, and how to do this the right way, because you can have your fruit and still be in ketosis, and I'm going to share some hacks for you. So I cannot wait to share that. Take some notes, and I think this is going to be a, a real game changer for you on your keto journey. You know, speaking of keto, I decided to put together a brand new keto masterclass that I have never done before. This is going to be the first time I've done this. It's going to be cutting edge info on keto that you've never come across before. I can guarantee that. And it's going to be a 60 minute masterclass where I'm going to teach you four secrets to keto, and we're going to do some drawing together. I'm going to educate, I'm going to give you some of the principles and how to make this work for long-term results. So if you're tired, if you are sick and tired of your yo-yo results with either weight loss and then weight gain or just frustration with your keto or keto numbers, your ketones are just not where you want it to be and you just don't feel great, let's get to the cause. And I'm going to share with you four causes and four solutions. The good news is this masterclass is completely free. And it's taking place this Friday, March 10th. The bad news is we have only so much people that could join before the bandwidth is full. So if you're hearing this on time, you could still register. We still have plenty of spots available. If you go to ketosismasterclass.com, you could claim your free ticket. For everybody who registers, I will give you a gift with a link with over $300 worth in free giveaways, including meal plans, recipe guides, PDFs, and much more. But you got to sign up and you got to attend live. So it's taking place March 10th at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. We will have a 24-hour replay available. Head over to ketosismasterclass.com and register your free spot. Share it with a friend. Get your friends to join us as well. We'll drop that link right at the, right at the top of today's podcast notes. Okay, let's get right into today's episode all about nine keto fruits you can eat all the time. Here we go. 
My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I'm excited to get into these nine fruits. I'm also going to share with you not just the research behind why I chose these fruits, but the maximum you could have per day and still remain in ketosis. And at the end, I got a bonus tip for you. And if you do this little tip, it actually allows more flexibility, meaning more fruit and still staying in ketosis. So let's get right into these nine fruits. The first one, berries. Berries are high in antioxidants. They are loaded with fiber. They also could help lower blood sugar. They're high in vitamin C, great for the immune system, and also can reduce inflammation. Blueberries are also beneficial for the nervous system, the brain, and cardiovascular system, eyes, and urinary tract. Blueberries eaten frozen, in particular, have even more benefits. So if you're not eating organic, wild, frozen blueberries, here is some research that's going to convince you to do so. Since blueberries are frozen, this study showed, after they are picked, they are equal in quality to freshness. The researcher Plum analyzed the anthocyanin content of blueberries, which is that pigment that makes it nice and blue, loaded with antioxidants, by the way. And she wanted to look at frozen for one, three, five months and found no decrease in antioxidants even after months later, meaning it could stay in your freezer for months and still maintain the quality that we want. The leaching occurs from freezing actually increase the anthocyanin concentration, noted Plum. The ice crystals that form during freezing disrupt the structure of the plant tissue, making the anthocyanins more available. Antioxidants such as anthocyanins eliminate free radicals, which are produced through common biological reactions within the body and outside factors such as the sun, pesticides, other pollutants. So think of that as inflammation. And research is clear that if these free radicals are left to roam free, they could attack your DNA, proteins, and lipids, resulting in cellular changes that lead to the development of diseases such as cancer. So what is the recommended intake of blueberries to stay in ketosis? No more than one and a half cups. That is equivalent to 25.6 grams of carbohydrates. Another berry is strawberries. Research demonstrates that there is anti-clotting, anti-thrombotic effects of strawberries. Of the tested strawberry varieties, they showed significant anti-thrombotic effects. The dual mechanism of the effect may involve a direct inhibition of both platelet function and antioxidant activities. Another study showed that strawberries decrease atherosclerotic markers in subjects with metabolic syndrome. Short-term freeze-dried strawberry supplementation improved selected anthrosclerotic risk factors, including dyslipidemia and circulating adhesion molecules in subjects with metabolic syndrome. Another study showed that it helps lower bad oxidized cholesterol, which let's face it, a lot of people in the keto space are concerned about that. And this showed that we conclude strawberry supplementation reduced oxidative damage to LDL while maintaining reductions in blood lipids and enhancing diet palatability. Added fruit may improve the overall utility of diets designed to lower coronary heart disease. And we know heart disease is through the roof. So what's the recommended intake? No more than 1.5 cups of strawberries. That's about 17.5 grams of carbohydrates. The second fruit is avocados. Yes, technically avocado is a fruit. It is wonderful as a keto cooking oil, aka avocado oil, I don't know if you knew this, but avocados contain two times more potassium than a banana. One cup of avocados has about 800 milligrams of potassium, 
That's important because as you lower your insulin levels with a low carbohydrate keto diet, you also get this electrolyte dumping effect. It's like this diuretic effect where the kidneys dump excess water and excess electrolytes. One of the leading causes to keto flu or to why people might get heart palpitations or just not feel that great on keto is this excessive loss in electrolytes. And one of the most important electrolytes is potassium. So avocados could help you replenish those electrolytes. We also know that high amounts of vitamin B5, which is found in avocados, support stress levels and your adrenal glands. They are also loaded with phytosterols, which has been proven to reduce and help inflammation. It's high in oleic acid, which helps with fat burning via the PPAR alpha process. Avocados are also a physiological relaxer that helps you sleep and blood pressure. Avocados are loaded with folate, vitamin C, vitamin K, B vitamins, vitamin E, manganese, magnesium, zinc, and vitamin A. And it's loaded with fat-soluble vitamins, which also enhance the absorption of other nutrients. The recommended intake for you to stay in ketosis and feel damn good is one whole avocado per day, which is about 23 grams of carbohydrates. The next fruit is coconuts. Yeah, coconuts for the win. It contains a good amount of medium chain triglycerides, MCTs, which are rapidly absorbed by the body, bypasses the liver, bypasses any bile production needed, and goes right into your mitochondria for a great source of energy. Specifically, the MCT oil C8, which is called caprylic acid, can enhance ketone production. These are three studies that show out of all of the medium chains, C8 has the best response when it comes to producing ketones. So if you're struggling to produce ketones, this might really help you get into that great land of ketosis. For recommendation's sake, for MCT oil, start slow because if you go too fast with MCT oil, you might get disaster pants, just a heads up. So start with one teaspoon per day and work your way up to one tablespoon. I don't recommend cooking with MCT oil. I recommend adding it to your coffee or your tea. Now, if you're going to use coconut oil, that is a fantastic cooking oil. Get organic, unrefined. Number four is going to be grapefruit. Now, just the caveat here, if you're on certain medications, you got to be careful with grapefruit and some of the other fruits here. So take caution, talk to your doctor. But grapefruit is high in vitamin C. It has citric acid, which could help decrease the risk of kidney stones, which is a concern for people who do keto. It also has lycopene, which can be good for problems with the prostate. Men, I hope you're listening. So as I mentioned, if you're taking a blood thinner or some other medication, speak with your doctor. It is higher in sugar, so we want to have small amounts. I'll give you the recommended dosage in a second. But it contains a good amount of naringin. This has been shown to help with insulin sensitivity and helps the liver burn fat instead of storing it. There was this article, this study that came out, which showed, now it was done on mice, but this mice study suggests that grapefruit juice might be as effective as the type 2 diabetes drug metformin at lowering blood glucose. The recommended intake for grapefruit is no more than one medium grapefruit per day to stay in ketosis, which is about 27 grams. And by the way, I'm going to have all the studies and all the resources that I mentioned in this video down in the show notes. Next, we have olives. Olives may help with blood clotting. It's loaded with vitamin E and pre-vitamin A. It has copper, iron, and it also can be helpful for those with high blood pressure. Olive oil is actually my favorite, one of my favorites uh, of, for cooking oils. 
And I'm going to share with you a little bit of some research on why smoke point doesn't matter and why you can, in fact, cook with real olive oil. But olive oil is a potent anti-inflammatory oil. It's anti-cancer, loaded with vitamin E, helps support a healthy heart, the arteries, and blood sugars. Extra virgin olive oil contains at least 36 antioxidants and polyphenols. It's also great for inflammation. There is a compound in olive oil called oleocanthal, which inhibits the pro-inflammatory COX enzymes that contribute to a wide manner of inflammatory diseases. And it's great for the brain, by the way. This study showed that there's a lower risk for diabetes and obesity with those who consume olives because they're high in monounsaturated fats. They greatly reduce the risk for type 2 diabetes and obesity when substituted for foods containing other more harmful fats. The antioxidants in olives also inhibit the damage from diabetes-related oxidative stress, which makes olives an effective treatment for hyperglycemia and diabetic complications. This study on PubMed showed there's a lower risk for diabetes and obesity as well. And these studies show the same thing. A review published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition studied the effects of olive oil consumption on type 2 diabetes incidence. Researchers followed 59,930 women from the ages of 37 through 65 years old from the Nurses Health Study, NHS, and 85,157 women ages 26 to 45 who were free of diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and cancer at baseline. After 22 years of follow-up, results suggested that higher olive oil intake is associated with modestly lower risk of type 2 diabetes in women and that potentially substituting other types of fats and salad dressings with olive oil is inversely associated with type 2 diabetes. This study on PubMed showed there is a lower blood pressure effect, increase in the good cholesterol, HDL, and other amazing benefits. In a randomized, single-blinded, placebo-controlled, in 41 overweight or obese adults, 65 and older, the group provided olive oil to replace other oils, showed decreased in blood pressure, increased in good cholesterol, and overall cardiometabolic and immunological health benefits over the control group. This shows Olive's nutrition has the potential to treat obesity naturally. Now, how about cooking with olive oil? Let's discuss that. The smoke point matter. Well, I'm here to show you some research that smoke point doesn't give you the full picture. There was a study that came out in New Zealand looking at different oils and which is the best versus the worst to cook with. So they did two different trials and they looked at the most popular oils out there. So you see extra virgin olive oil, Virgin olive oil, olive oil, sunflower oil, peanut oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, grapeseed oil, rice bran oil, and canola oil. And they looked at the antioxidant quality, but they did two trials. So trial one, as you see here, was heating the oils gradually to 464 degrees Fahrenheit. Trial two is deep frying for six hours at 356 degrees Fahrenheit. And they looked at the antioxidant quality after heating and before. And you can see extra virgin olive oil had far more antioxidants than any other, followed by virgin olive oil, regular olive oil. So it's loaded with antioxidants. But also, instead of smoke point, which they also looked at, because olive oil, it's true, it doesn't have a high smoke point. But more important than smoke point is looking at these carcinogenic compounds that are produced after heating an oil called polar compounds. And the more polar compounds after oil after an oil is heated, the worse it is for you. Look what scored the best, meaning the least amount of these harmful compounds, extra virgin olive oil, followed by coconut oil, avocado oil, which we already made that suggestion. So 
I love real olive oil. Now that's the thing. It needs to be real extra virgin olive oil. Some of these olive oils out there are cut. So make sure you get a good one. The one that I use is from a company called the Fresh Press Olive Oil Club, which I'll share with you in a second. The recommended intake that I suggest is two tablespoons of olive oil per day. Use it for cooking, salad dressings, and dips. And if you're going to eat the actual olives, one to two cups per day, which is about six to 12 grams of carbohydrates. My favorite olive oil that I use is from the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. They're clean, they're organic, they support a small regenerative farmers, and you could get a $39 bottle, $39 bottle for a buck by going to ketocampoliveoil.com. We'll drop a link for that down below as well. The next one is lemons and limes. Lemons and limes support the liver to produce healthy bile. This is important for breaking down fat because when you eat dietary fat, you gotta break it down, and the liver produces bile to break that down. The gallbladder is the storehouse. The liver is what produces the bile. So if number one reason I see why people struggle on keto and they have digestive issues, they got thick sluggish bile. So the solution would be bitters, including these right here, lemons and limes. Research shows it's great for heart health, fights against cancer, enhances weight loss, boosts immunity, aids in kidney stone prevention and reversal, increases iron absorption, these studies showed that heart disease is a major problem around the world. We know that as the leading cause of death, it was responsible for an estimated 31%, 31.5% of all deaths worldwide in 2013. And by the way, that got worse. Studies show that eating lime fruit could reduce several heart disease risk factors and may help give your heart health a boost. One animal study in Iran, for example, showed that treating rabbits with lime juice and lime peels helped slow the progression of atherosclerosis, the buildup of plaque in the arterial walls. This study showed limes are an excellent source of vitamin C. In fact, just one lime can knock out nearly one third of your vitamin C need for the entire day. Getting enough vitamin C in your diet is very important for many aspects of health, but it's especially crucial when it comes to immunity. Limes also contain plenty of antioxidants. These beneficial compounds promote immunity by neutralizing harmful free radicals, which protect your immune cells and ward off infection. So the recommended intake for lemons and limes would be one lime or one lemon per day. Squeeze them over your proteins or vegetables, put it in water. It is fantastic. That is about 5.4 grams of carbohydrates. Hey, Keto Camper, I want to just pause for a second and tell you about my favorite drink for metabolic health. On this podcast, we talk about the importance of metabolic health, metabolic flexibility. Well, this is called Good Idea, and it is a great idea if you are trying to reduce blood sugar and keep your insulin levels in a healthy range. It has zero calories, zero sweeteners, and none of the junk ingredients, and it tastes like a lightly sparkling water. I call it a functional sparkling water because it has been clinically tested and shown to reduce blood sugar spikes after a meal. It contains a blend of amino acids and chromium piclinate. Together, they slow gastric emptying and increase insulin sensitivity, allowing a steady release of glucose in the bloodstream where it can be transferred into the cells for fuel. It also contains zinc and potassium as an added benefit. They hooked you all up with a special coupon code. So all you need to do is head over to goodidea.us and apply the coupon code BEN, that is B-E-N, at checkout 
at goodidea.us. I'm going to drop that link in the podcast notes along with the coupon code. All right, let's get back to this episode. Next, we have watermelon. Watermelon is actually my favorite tasting fruit, and it could help support immunity, improve heart health, helps with kidney stones, aids in hydration, digestion, detoxification, may help with weight loss, and even help with acid reflux. This study, well, several studies are showing really cool things about watermelon. A review published in the Journal of Advances in Nutrition showed that eating plenty of potassium-rich foods can positively impact blood pressure levels, which may be useful in reducing the risk of conditions like a stroke or a heart attack. And watermelon is loaded with potassium. Lycopene also benefits heart health by reducing inflammation, fighting oxidative stress, and potentially improving blood lipid levels. And watermelon is loaded with lycopene. New research, including results from a 2019 study, suggests that drinking 100% watermelon juice is a palatable, effective means of increasing serum lycopene in older adult women, a group at risk for low carotenoid intake. Studies also have shown that watermelon benefits may include helping relieve arterial stiffness, balance cholesterol, and improve systolic blood pressure in adults with hypertension. So the recommended intake is to eat the fruit over juicing it one cup of watermelon per day, which is about 7.4 grams of carbohydrates. So you're not kicked out of ketosis. The next one is going to be cherries. Mm -mm -mm. Promote weight loss, boost heart health, loaded with antioxidants, helps treat inflammation, great for gout, and also helps promote quality sleep. So let's talk about gout real quick, which is a big concern for many of you watching this, I'm sure. A study published in Arthritis and Rheumatism evaluated 633 individuals with gout who were treated with cherry extract for over a two-day period. This cherry treatment, hard to say that, cherry treatment, was associated with 35% lower risk of gout attacks. It also helps with sleep. Sleep is foundational, especially with keto. Tart cherry juice contains high levels of phytochemicals, including melatonin, but not just the juice, the actual cherries too, by the way. This is a molecule. Melatonin is critical for the sleep-wake cycle and one of the most powerful antioxidants for your mitochondria, by the way. In a study published in the European Journal of Nutrition, 20 volunteers consumed either a placebo of tart cherry juice concentrate for seven days as a result of the treatment, total melatonin content was significantly elevated in the cherry juice group. Recommended intake to stay in ketosis is half a cup of raw cherries, which is about 12.3 grams of carbs or two ounces of tart cherry juice, which is 8.6 grams of carbs. I put at the bottom there, having it as a dessert could be a great thing for you to do it really gets you your, your uh, sugar fix, but also could help support sleep. So it's a great dessert after your last meal. I have my final fruit coming up and then I have a bonus tip. So let's get right into that. Last one is going to be cranberries. Cranberries have been proven to prevent and treat urinary tract infections, help decrease inflammation, helps with certain cancers, also improves immune function, benefits the digestive tract, and also reduces risk of heart disease. Let's talk about UTIs. Urinary tract infections are very common, and one of the most well-known benefits is cranberry, as its ability to be used as a home remedy for UTIs. UTIs are significantly more common in women than men due to the location of the urethra. They can affect any part of the urinary tract, but occur mostly in the bladder. Each year, it's estimated that urinary tract infections account for about 7 million 
office visits in the United States alone. The infection produces symptoms of frequent, urgent, or painful urination, which is sometimes accompanied by abdominal pain or blood in the urine. Most UTIs are caused by a harmful bacteria called E. coli. Cranberry juice is thought to contain a specific compound that prevents bacteria from attacking the inner surface of the urinary tract or bladder. It also improves immune health. According to some studies, cranberry extract can improve multiple aspects of immune functions and may even lower the frequency of cold and flu symptoms. It contains high levels of this antioxidant that are found in cranberries to help the immune system function. One of the biggest benefits of cranberry juice is its ability to ward off harmful bacteria and keep it from accumulating and growing in the gut lining. Cranberries are also loaded with vitamin C, supplying about 24% of the daily recommended value in a single cup serving. We know all about the benefits of vitamin C as it relates to cold and flu, and also pneumonia, malaria, and diarrhea. So what's the recommended intake? One cup of whole cranberries, which is about 12 grams of carbs, or four to six ounces of cranberry juice with no sugar added, which is about 9 to 12 grams of carbs. Stress is a common factor that affects everyone in today's fast-paced world, leading to various health issues including heart problems, inflammation, obesity, and mental illness. While most people focus on finding relief through meditation or trips to the spa, what if the root cause of stress is actually a deficiency in a key nutrient? Introducing Magnesium Breakthrough, the ultimate magnesium supplement that offers the full spectrum of all seven types of magnesium, specially formulated to reach every tissue in your body for maximum health benefits. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could be causing a multitude of health problems. But what sets magnesium breakthrough apart is its ability to impact the release of stress hormones like cortisol and block the activity of more stimulating neurotransmitters leading to a more peaceful and restful state. This means that this supplement acts like a break on your body's nervous system, helping to calm and soothe promoting a better quality of life. Simply go to magbreakthrough.com slash ketocamp. Get 10% off Magnesium Breakthrough with the coupon code KETOCAMP10. And for a limited time, only if you buy three bottles, you can get exciting gifts with purchases like blue light blocking glasses and more. This is a limited time offer for select orders. So Keto Camper, what are you waiting for? Go to magbreakthrough.com slash ketocamp. Make sure you use the code ketocamp10 at checkout. We'll drop that info down below in the podcast notes. Here's the bonus tip. This is going to help you have more flexibility to have more fruit and prevent this big glucose spike because when glucose goes up, ketones drop and we don't want that. So what can you do? This is some cool research. In a 2021 review of 51 studies published in sports medicine, researchers found that doing a single bout of at least 30 minutes of exercise, continuous cardio, within six hours of eating, decreased glucose and insulin levels in the six hours after a meal. This is called the postprandial period compared to being at rest. The paper is novel in it that it examined the glucose and insulin responses of only people without a diagnosed metabolic disorder. But also in 2016, a review examined 39 papers, which encompassed a collective 
615 participants with various metabolic conditions such as diabetes, prediabetes, and obesity, and people without any diagnosed conditions. And the study authors concluded that exercising 30 to 45 minutes after eating is the ideal time to curb glucose levels. That exercise could be going for a walk, by the way. Low to moderate intensity activity, like a brisk walk, appears best for keeping the glucose levels in check after eating. One reason for this is that walking depends on aerobic metabolism, which draws upon glucose in combination with fatty acids and protein in the body. When you take a walk after eating, you burn through glucose at a moderate rate to help curb a spike without prompting the production of additional glucose. If you feel like you want to have more fruit than the recommended intake that I gave you, go for a walk after eating or do some exercise at least six hours before you have the fruit. Well, there you have it. The nine keto fruits you can eat and still stay in ketosis. If you want to watch the video format of today's interview, that could be found on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash ketocamp. You could watch the video on there. I have presentation slides along with all of the studies and references that we talked about today. Uh, YouTube would be the best place to see all that. Share this episode with a friend. Share it with somebody who is doing keto and you know they could benefit from this podcast episode. Consider leaving the show a rating and review. And if you haven't registered for our upcoming free keto masterclass taking place soon, head to ketosismasterclass.com. I hope to see you on there. Check out the episode sponsors down below, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.